0: So I've had two
1: weeks to prepare. One, I got sick, thankfully, that Craig came and very last minute came with the word last Sunday. I think Mitch, he summed it up really well, the Garden of Grace. So if you could go back and listen to that. And just amazing, we've had so many um, presenting over the last, I think, six weeks, and it's just been really powerful. Um, So I just encourage you to go and to listen. Um, I'm trying to discern if, um, so the, the last five days, I've had vertigo coming out of the virus that I had, that I still have, so if I look a little funny, it could be the vertigo and this light. I'm trying to discern if, um, if I'm going to be able to read this very good, but, but anyway, I laugh at that because it is, um, it has been quite humorous for me, and Mitch has had to put up with me, but I I have two, <laughs> anyway, two weeks is a long time, and I feel like the Lord has, I, I've been at home pretty much for two weeks, and just before him, and just seeking him, and of course, it wasn't until like five o'clock last night that I actually was able to, to start putting things down, and came out with two different words, so I have... Word 1, I don't know if y'all have this, if you have this handout. If you don't, you can raise your hand and someone can pass it out. Because more than likely, I will not go through much of this one. And I will do my, probably Word 2, which is, I'm I'm kind of calling it my commercial or my spoiler at, at some point. But I did feel like... Um, earlier, and I'm trying to figure out where I wrote this down. Tulio, I mean, a lot of this morning, the awesome thing about the body is it, it's already been spoken, um, but I did feel like just this place and why I'm starting on this word, and like Tulio said, when I was supposed to speak, which has happened to me several times, it's to, it's on the Sunday that we are highlighting sanctity of human life. So originally that's, that is where I started preparing. And as I look out, um, you know, as a, as a sister, like I say, stand here as a sister, I stand here as a mother, I stand here as a daughter, I stand here as, as part of the body of Christ with y'all, um, like my immediate thought is just thankfulness. And like one of um, and this is probably somewhat sobering to me, but powerful things is, as I look out, for the most part over the last 20-some years, I know, you know, I know a lot of you, and I've had the privilege and the joy of hearing stories, like life stories and seeing what you've walked through. And, and for that, like I'm just so thankful for you. Like I'm thankful for, you know, George, I feel like I've come to, Robertson, right? I've come to know you over Facebook. Like he, puts, he he makes me laugh a lot with some of the things and um, your wife and your daughter. Your daughter, that just brings so much joy. Like, so, I mean, I could go around the room and I'm just thankful. I know George had shared a word, it had been months, months, maybe years, a year ago. And he, it was just thankfulness um, for those that God has placed near us. And I just felt like there are a couple, couple words that I've been holding on to for a little while and felt like God had, had, wanted me to mention, and and first I, I just, particularly I wanted to say to Deanne and John, like that I'm just thankful to know you, and Deanne, um, you know, I met, we met through her mom, Kat, and that is within a story that is very lengthy, that changed our life, um, encountering Um, Deanne's mom, and through her mom, through Kat, we met Deanne, and I'm just thankful for you and John. Um, I just want to honor you. Just want to honor y'all. And I always talk about Deanne because she brings me a lot of joy, like just her hair, like the color of her hair, like I'm always like, okay, what, what is Deanne? You know, it's like a this this art palette, you know. And I also felt um several months ago I felt like the Lord said, um, I'm caught like I've called some people by name and I felt like he just wanted to pray into that. And um John Spraker, I just see I caught you right when you're sipping. Um, I felt like he highlighted you. And that he has called you by that name, that he's declared that name over you. And I heard the, you know, John the Baptist came in the spirit of Elijah. And the spirit of Elijah, you know, I'll send forth the spirit of Elijah and he will will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers. And I felt like he was saying that to you and this place of preparing the way for him. And God, we just agree and bless John. God, we bless his name. God, I just thank you for everything that you have placed within him from the foundations of the world. And we just speak yes and amen to your name over him. And God, we just thank you for him. We bless him in Jesus' name. And then... Um, David Morale, I just felt like he highlighted you and your name, that he's given you that name, and that name its a man after God's own heart, chosen by God, and I just felt like there's just this call, this restoration of acceptance. To generations. And God, I I just thank you. God, we thank you for David. God, we thank you for who he is. I thank you for his life. And God, I just pray in Jesus' name, Lord, just your declarations chosen. God, your declarations accepted. And God, just where he is, one that declares your truth, God, that, Lord, I just pray blessing over generations, God. The generations, Lord, healing and blessings over generations in Jesus' name. Um, and then the other, the Lord just told me, and I'm going to ask Cindy to come up, but I did warn her. But I felt like, um, which is kind of funny too, but like I've just seen... Cindy stand in the midst of winds and waves and continue to believe, and, um, and the other funny thing about Cindy is that um, Cindy is probably the oiliest person I know, <laughs> and I really felt like um, that it's so funny. One of my funniest stories is Cindy, and we go and we would hang out, and later on, like and one of them would get in the car and they're like, were you with Cindy? Um, but I, I really felt like the significance. Um, also, Cindy has really battled. I know she has rods in her back. I mean, there, there have been places that, that Cindy has stood for healing. And I really felt like that, that she was supposed to come up and just pray for our body. Um, for healing and um, for physical healing. And so I'm just gonna, I'm just asking her to come up and pray.
0: Hey, and if any of y'all know that this is a big thing, <laughs> standing and looking at everybody. So I will probably find a focal point in the room to focus on. And, um, and just kind of share. So, um, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for each person in here. And I know that you see each and every one of them. And, God, I'm just lifting everybody up to you. With whatever need is present right now, Lord God, you are the ultimate healer. You're the ultimate physician. All knowledge comes from you. All goodness comes from you. All love and peace and joy. So if there's a a physical ailment in the back, in the neck, in the foot, anything, Lord God, I pray that, that your word, your healing word and Holy Spirit would penetrate those areas. If there's an area, like... Headaches or the heart, Lord God, I just pray that you would come and rest upon those that need that right now. That they can feel your your presence, they can feel your healing power over their lives. And that you would penetrate into those deep areas. joy for that moment of relief, for that complete and total healing power in Jesus name. And I just agree, I agree that you are doing something in each and every one of us and that I could see your love, like your beating heart over in each and every head, over each area. So I, I declare, and I just speak your healing power over this body, over this region, over this nation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: Um, I'm trying to be careful how quickly I turn around, but. Um, so, yeah. Sanctity of human life. We believe that human beings are created by God in His image. Therefore, every person from conception to natural death possesses inherent dignity and immeasurable worth, including pre born children, elderly individuals, those with special needs, and others marginalized by society. I know that's one of the little clips that we've taken out, and I, I just that statement immeasurable worth of human life, I mean, goes to the foundations of our faith. And I really felt like, once again, I have this commercial over here, but I really felt like the Lord um, really wanted us to, to sit in, in this for just a minute. And you know, to sum up, I like simplicity, I like outlines, I like kind of that kind of thing, you know, tell me what to do so I can do it, but the simplicity when Jesus was asked, you know, what is the fulfillment of the law? Like, tell me, like, make it simple, and he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourselves, and I, and I look at the foundation of me loving God, that draws me to my true identity and purpose. And and it's kind of, you'll find it in these scriptures, but number one is that I am made by him, that he knows me intimately all my days, before there was one and into eternity. He has made me incredibly unique. No one has ever existed like me or you. I mean, that's just mind-blowing. I mean, it is mind-blowing when you think about that. Number two, he has made me to know him. He created me to know him and love him. All of me, we were made to be his sons and daughters. We were made for closeness, to draw near to the creator of the universe, the king of kings, the lord of lords, Yahweh, and so these simple things that are just foundational, I mean, I'm made by him, and I was made to know him, to be his. Um, and in particular, the last two weeks, I have been in a place where the true value of life has become forefront in my heart. My mind and my prayers I mean, for me, somehow the full realization of the true value of life comes many times in the moment where we fa- face death and loss. and um, and I just wanted to recognize, and I feel like this is very important, and we Mitch and Tulio, I know have shared, but several members in our body have experienced the death of a family member, and I just wanted to just kind of lift them up. I know. Um, Dre, you experienced the death of your dad. Um, Kristen Rowe also experienced. Kristen, are you the death of her dad? Um, the Davidsons. I don't think they're they're online. Um, experienced the death of Joe's dad, and then Stephanie Marshall, who's traveling, um, experienced the loss of of her niece. In this same period of time, and um, and I just I just want to stop and just really pray for them. And I know I, well, actually, I'm, I'm going to pray in just a minute. But also, it was interesting. Last two Sundays ago, um, I actually was with Michelle when she found out about Joe's dad, and and we're really we're just in those moments. Um, With her just grieving and just being present and it's interesting that night um, Before I went to bed. I saw the news That there had been an earthquake in Turkey and Syria and of course I immediately messaged Kaylee our oldest daughter knowing I mean it was early in the morning there Um, and The next morning the glimpse of devastation started filling the news As of today, it's been 14 days later, the death toll is estimated over 44,000. I've spent many hours the last two weeks that I've been at home praying for these nations, grieving for their suffering, Um, the weight of what these people are experiencing, our family here are experiencing, leaves me speechless the thought of the death of 44,000 individuals and the grief of the families friends communities whole communities and a nation affected is truly unfathomable I just felt like I really needed to give just some folk like just recognize like to recognize those around us and um And God, I do just pray right now. I just join. I just pray for... And if y'all are around, Kristen, Dre, um, we just pray for the Davidsons. Um, I know George, um, who knows uh, from Syria. So if y'all could just gather around George, too, just as we just pray for Syria and Turkey. And God, we just... God, just acknowledge the value of each and every life. God, we acknowledge the just the process of grief, Lord and um, Lord. We just ask in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, that you would come on each of these families and comfort them. Lord, we just ask that you would comfort. That you would heal their hearts. God, that you would meet them in, in this time in Jesus' name. God, we just ask for your comfort, for Holy, Holy Spirit be poured out on the nations of Turkey and Syria. That you would comfort those who mourn. That they would know you, that they would know your heart that they would know your name, God, and that your provision, Lord, would be, Lord, that every need that's there would be provided for. God, we just ask that you would bring healing to areas of trauma, loss, grief. God, we just ask for provision, Lord, for shelter and food and clothing and water, God, God, that you would come and do the miraculous in these nations. God, we just ask for miraculous provision. And God, we just ask, God, that you would pour out your Holy Spirit upon them. God, that you would meet them, that they would meet you, Jesus. And we just thank you, God, just thank you, and just pray blessing upon these nations. And And so as I, you know, these past weeks, just kind of stirring over these things, I mean, Mitch would come in and be like, he's like, Leah, stop, you know, stop. But I, just sitting in this place, and this past Thursday, um, you know, I realized that it had been 19 years since we miscarried our son, Nehemiah. I'll keep up with that because I, Right before we celebrate a 24th birthday, Kenzie's birthday, and Kristen just turned 18. We're, we're that old now. Um, but I just realized, you know, that it had been 19 years. And, you know, in those moments in the hospital, holding the tiny hand of a 15 week old unborn baby. I remember thinking, how can this love and this loss and this sorrow be this unbearable? And I think in, in these moments, I, I, the value and the worth of life is the most tangible to me. I know it's, it's been over a year when um, Mitch's dad um, Dennis went to be with Lord Brandon, and um, and just even now I'm like, like 76 years, like that's a long time to know someone, and you just realize, oh, like, yeah, it's beyond this world. Like, our worth and value are beyond even the temporary, it is, we are created for eternity with with our creator. And and so I just want to put in perspective some of this, Tulio was kind of saying it, like, when I get in these places, I just, I end up with a whole lot of scripture. And a lot of that is just to declare, to remind us. But I just wanna put into perspective, and I'm just gonna run through these, but put in perspective the one who has established our worth. He is the God of the universe, the creator of all things, the alpha and omega. He has no rival, no equal, he is all powerful, infinite, He is on a massive scale that is incomprehensible to us, and He created each of us, unique, unlike any other human. It's one of the greatest mysteries. No one ever the same, irreplaceable, each one, irreplaceable. No one ever created like you, before, or after you. It's just one of the greatest mysteries to me. And it's God, the creator of the universe that chooses to create each of us. And not only that, but as Ben was singing, he was singing about Psalm 139, actually created us before before even one day existed, that he knit us together in our mother's womb, each one of us. That's just, it's hard to... To comprehend, but what a powerful thing. And I just wanted to, so Colossians 1.16, okay, just kind of strap on because I'm a quick reader. But I just want to declare, like, declare, so we're created by him and for him. For by him all things were created, both in heavens and on earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rules or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. Psalm 103. Good job, Mitch. I know y'all. He's doing the clicker for me. I really, that is a hard thing for me to do two things at once. Psalm 103, know the Lord. Know that the Lord himself is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. Thank the Lord. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Isaiah 43:1. But now, thus saith the Lord, your creator, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Isaiah 43, 7, Everyone who is called by my name and whom I have created for my glory, whom I have formed, even whom I have made. Isaiah 43:21. The people who I'm formed for myself will declare my praise created in his image, we bear the image of God. This is one that I just kind of sit on. I'm like, like, when I look at you, when I look at me, because sometimes that's the issue, you know, like, I don't see myself, that we're created in the image of God. Like, he chose to create us in his image. Just, just, Powerful Genesis 1 26, 1, 26 through 27. Then God said, let us make man in our image. And I just think that's just amazing. It's like God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit are like, hey, yeah, let's let us do this. You know, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the Sky and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. We're created in his image. Genesis 9:6, 9, 6, 9, 6, for in the image of God, he made man. 1 Corinthians 15:49, just as we have borne the image of the earthly we will also bear the image of the heavenly. And that's a pretty cool kind of mystery right there too, right? Um, And so he knows us in detail. He fashioned and formed us. I'm not sure if I'm gonna go to, um, yeah, I'm just gonna read this one and then I'm gonna switch to a commercial. How about that? I mean, you, you go on and the good thing is Mitch put this in a nice little handout for me, knowing me. And just read over, I mean, he knows the hairs on our head, chosen by God. He picked each of us. We are loved securely. We are precious to him. I mean, we could go on and on and on. But I just wanted Psalm 139, 1 through 18. Is that one? Oh, you don't have that one. It's a long one, so he kind of limited me. Um, But it, Ben, this is just, I mean, just, you just got to listen to this. Like, he knows us in detail. He fashioned and formed us in our mother's womb. His presence is with us. In his book are written all our days. His precious thoughts towards us are innumerable. For the for the choir, I'm gonna skip some of this. Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you understand my thought from afar, you scrutinize my path and my lying down and are intimately acquainted with all my ways. Even before there is a word on my tongue, Behold, O Lord, you know it all. You have enclosed me behind and before and you and laid your hand upon me. Such one such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is too high. I cannot attain it. I mean, that's just it's hard to believe that we are known and loved like that. Um where can I go from your spirit, or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there, if I make my bed and Sheol, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even there your hand will lead me, and your right hand will lay hold of me. If I say, Surely the darkness will overwhelm me, and the light around me will be night, Even the darkness is not dark to you, and the night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light are alike to you, for you form my inward parts. You (laughs) wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were all written, the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them. How precious are also your thoughts to me, O God. How vast is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would outnumber the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. So, I mean... I mean, what do I even say? I, I just encourage you, these scriptures, just, just to put them before you, to, to eat of his truth, of what, of his word. Like, all of these things point to a intimate, close relationship with the God of this universe. Just incredible, incredible, incredible. So OK. Here's my commercial. Um, we're jumping all around, see if y'all can, can, can um, track with me, but some people probably can't, some people can't. But anyway, I'll kind of change it up a little bit, but I don't, during the fast we ended on this scripture, Isaiah 43:18 through19. And um, Well, two of the weeks, so first, you'll see it. Do Just go back and listen to those. Those are really, really, really good um, words. Do not call to mind the former things, or ponder the things of the past. Oh, could y'all switch it to the second teaching? <laughs> y'all have heard the scriptures, so I can... But yeah, do not call to mind the former things or ponder the things of the past. Behold, see, look, be aware. I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And so that word just has been just kind of on my mind and especially with, you know, Tulia had mentioned Asbury, you know, everything's stirring, you know, there's all this. And I, that this question just goes through my mind. God, what are you doing? Will we perceive it? Will I perceive it? Can I see what you're doing? And will I give it space? Will we give it space? And, um, and I kind of want to, You know, a lot of these scriptures I was talking about just, like, when I know, when I see Him, when I see Him rightly, when I see Him clearly, then that's when I see myself and I see those around me rightly and clearly. I think that's the the big thing of us knowing Him is that everything flows out of that, knowing Him. We love him, we receive his love, and then we're able to love others. Like, there's everything is coming through him. It's coming from him. And so these questions, God, what are you doing? Will we perceive it? Will will we give you space? Um, And in the midst of this, on Wednesday, I had gone to sleep, and I, I'm looking at the time, I can do this. Um, I do like to, like, make a goal. That's kind of like my personality, that like kind of brings me joy. But anyway, um, so, so for some reason I'm like really excited about that. Y'all are probably really excited about that too, but that I actually would um, keep with the time. But um, so in this, I in the middle of the night, I wake up. And I wake up and the room is spinning. So, I mean, any of y'all have ever had vertigo? Like, I mean, it is, oh yeah. Anyway, I, it, it reminds me the last time I ever gone on a ride. I think it was Kristen and Amory and it was with one, on one of those teacups that like <laughs> spins. And I probably for the first time ever in a, an amusement park was, was praying in tongues, like, God, please let me not die. Like, let me not die, and let me actually be able to get out of this teacup. Like, I, because when I opened my eyes, I literally, everything, like, the whole world was spinning around, and I was like, what has happened to me? Age. It's age. Definitely age. And yeah, Dollywood rides, I've finally, I think, given them up after vertigo. But anyway... So I woke up and I was like, oh no, <sighs> okay, okay. And um, so I got my phone because I was curious to see what time it was. It was like three in the morning. And and at the same time, I had just gotten a, a text from a friend that was actually dealing with dizziness from surgery. And so I, I just started praying um, for her and I'm sitting there, kind of in and out, trying to go back to sleep, and trying not to turn my head to the side that's spinning. And all of a sudden, I'm like, in our room, there's a fan that is really loud. And I probably shouldn't say this online, we do lock our doors, but because that fan is so loud, we can't hear anything outside of our room, unless God, you know, would even bring that to, t- but anyway. We have two nightstands and I'm sitting there just praying and all of a sudden I'm like, I hear this. And I'm like, what in the world? I was like, is Mitch twitching over there and like knocking on the wall? Like what is this? And then I hear it again, just, I was like, this is just really weird. And so I, I fell asleep. So the next morning I am, um, okay, I've gotta be quick. So the next morning, I actually you know I meet with kind of like a coach or a counselor someone that really doesn't know me that loves Jesus and so can be very honest with me and um, and I've done that for a couple years to um, my family's benefit and um, so I was meeting with her and she you know she just actually started in prayer and she just started praying and she was like praying Every like I mean it was just like point after point after point that I had been putting before the Lord. And so I was like, okay. And then I kind of get a little synopsis of the two weeks that some of you just heard a lot of the two weeks and the sick and you know, vertigo, that type of thing. Or yeah, vertigo. And um and so then she just starts sharing with me. And it like it was like the most gentle wake up be aware like not really a rebuke but i was sitting there like oh whoa whoa whoa. like god's speaking to me and um and she's some of the the statements just asking me leah are you abandoned is your heart abandoned to him like, is your heart abandoned? And not in, like I said, not in a condemning way. This is, like, this isn't a way that draws us to the one. It draws us to the lover of our souls. Like, this, this like, hunger to go, come to him. And, um, and she made this statement. She said, you know, a lot of times our culture will remind you to, to be saved, you know? You gotta be saved but not many will remind you to abandon it all, to have a heart fully ablaze. And when she said it, I was just like, okay, God, like what? Um, And she kept going, I mean, she went through just a lot of scripture, but she made a statement. She said, you know, a lot of times he comes in that really quiet knock. And will you hear, you know, will you hear him? He comes in that still small voice just beckoning us you know and when she said I mean I actually wanted to start laughing I was like oh my goodness you're kidding me so this is the morning after Um, yeah well you hear him knocking in a culture that um, like (laughs) I feel like any time in our culture is inconvenient. You know, really, the speed, the amount that we're processing, that we're dealing with—any time is somewhat inconvenient. I mean, for for each and every one of us. Um, and so, and so, these questions—you know—he's knocking. Do I hear it? Am I listening? And then she said. She made these statements, and I'm going to kind of pull these into these scriptures that actually Mitch has hit one of these. But is my heart positioned to love him wholeheartedly? And she made these two statements, which kind of like, I'm like, okay, what is she talking about? But she said these two facets of, of position and temperature. And position in terms of positioning ourselves to know him, positioning ourselves and, and know is the word to intimately know, like to be with him, to be in his presence, to spend time in relationship, not about what we're doing or what we're, but to just spend time with him, to be in his presence, to, to hunger for him. Like we're created with, the, to encounter the most high God, um to know him to to put our our attention our affection on him there's such a battle you know for our attention and then um yeah and so this the scripture that just hit me and this actually was one of the scriptures that uh, had come up with with image was second corinthians 3:17 through 18 now the lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty but we all with unveiled face, okay, so Jesus tore the veil so all would know him. Like, there's not a priest that's got to come to God for you. Like, we're able to draw near to God, to run with confidence to the throne of grace, to come before him in the righteousness of Christ. And, um, and so, but with all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror. So looking, I'm looking, I'm looking at the glory of the Lord. We're being transferred into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. And so just this place of, and Mitch had, had brought this scripture in at the end of the fast of this place where I am. I'm just looking at him And receiving from him i'm in relationship with him and i'm being changed like because the glory that that has been given to jesus he has given to us if we are his like if we are his children um, he has given that glory to us and so we're being transformed from glory to glory to glory to glory and um and this other scripture came up and it's psalm 106 20. And it says, thus they exchanged their glory for the image of an ox that eats grass. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, this is the glory that he's given me. The Most High God, our Heavenly Father, has given me the glory that I made in his image of, of the Most High God. And yet... The temptation is for me to look at the things of the world, the things of the world, and I'm exchanging the worth, value, and opinions of the Most High God for for really the world that actually just steals all of that. And I just thought that was really interesting, you know, just this place where, gosh, like, Lord, I've exchanged the glory you've given me for for lies, you know, for things of the world, like for, um, yeah, I mean, just that's a whole nother thing that you could just really sit before the Lord on. But I thought that was pretty, pretty, pretty important. Like the things that are demanding our attention or maybe gaining our attention that actually are coming against our worth, value, and identity. And so this place of position, you know, where am I looking, gazing, meditating, what opinions am I paying attention to? Like what mirrors, like where am I looking to receive? Um, And then like has my confidence to draw near to the one who created me that loves me more than anyone, that knows me more than anyone. Has that been stolen, you know? So this, this call for proximity you know, for closeness, and then she mentioned temperature, which I was just like, temperature, like what temperature, like that temperature would affect. And the thing that this heart ablaze, and it's just interesting. Um, these are a couple of passages that just stood out to me: Luke twenty-four thirty through thirty-three. And some of these passages are mysteries to me, and I'm still like, okay, God, okay, what? But they fit with this. When he had reclined at the table with them, he took the bread and blessed it. And breaking it, this is after Jesus was resurrected, he began giving it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him. Thought that was interesting. They weren't seeing him before. And he vanished from their sight. They said to one another, were not our hearts burning within us while he was speaking to us on the road while he was explaining the scriptures? It's like... They were they were like yeah like our hearts were burning There were something in that encounter on jesus even though they weren't seeing him there was something burning in them so like i said these are some mystery verses kind of kind of not but anyway i'm just throwing them out there matthews three ten through 12 the axe is already laid at the root of the trees therefore every tree that does this is gonna it's kind of embedded in this that does not bear fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire As for me, I baptize you with water for repentance. So um, this is John, John the Baptist. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, and I'm not fit to remove his sandals. He will baptize you with spirit and fire. That's always been my little, okay, Lord. You know, I know like Pentecost. But anyway, so I'm going to read that. I'm going to read the Pentecost scripture. And then I'm going to switch up to this, but Acts 2, 1 through 47. So just, you know, receive. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues as a fire distributing themselves, and they rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. Um, I'm going to kind of skip through there. And, you know, they hear him speaking in all different languages, and they were amazed and astonished. And and they all continued in amazement and great perplexity, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others were mocking and saying they were full of sweet wine. But Peter, taking his stand with the eleven, raised his voice and declared to them, "'Men of Judea and all you who live in Jerusalem, "'let this be known to you and give heed to my words. "'For they, these men are not drunk as you suppose, "'for it is only the third hour of the day. "'But this is what was spoken of the prophet Joel. "'And it shall be in the last days "'that I will pour forth of my Spirit on all mankind.'" And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my bond slaves, both men and women, I will in those days pour forth of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And and then it says, And I will grant wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor and smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord shall come, and it shall be that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And um so this place of um of temperature, heart ablaze, Holy Spirit and fire. I know um I was talking to um to Leanne about just the whole thing of like the, the virgins and the oil. And that's always been one of those things, like, okay, you know, that oil let you know Give me oil in my lamp, keep it burning, burning, burning. Give me oil in my lamp, I pray, hallelujah. You know, that, that like, this place of oil, you know, being filled up with the oil of intimacy. I, I think for me, you see this place of being filled. There's something about where he says, be filled continually with the Holy Spirit. This place of being filled up um, with his spirit. and And so really for just a response, and I feel like a lot of this is just kind of like putting before each of us, because in reality, we're each individually called. Like, we each individually stand before him. Like, we're each in different places, different seasons, different needs, Um, but he knows, he knows us, and so, I mean one, a place of repentance, you know, that, of forgiveness, a place that if you don't know him, then today's the day that you would know him as your Lord and Savior. And then just even a place for me, like, that day, I was just spent some time, because, you know, repentance is just that, that change of mind. I'm like, okay, hey, God, like, how? How can I make you space? What is, what is it like for me to to seek this relationship first, to seek your relationship with me first. So these questions of giving him space, like how do I give him space? How do I give him my attention? Um, Drawing near to him, running to him. And then this place of my heart being fully ablaze. Like, okay, God, what? Fully ablaze, filled with the Spirit. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to, like I said, just feel like the Lord was just saying, you know, putting that before each of us, um, these questions. And really... Just that, that call, you know, the awakening of, his, of him drawing each of us, of his amazing love, of, um, you know, and, and this, this question of, okay, like I want to perceive what you're doing. I want to see the new that you are putting before me.